0: Good morning. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're doing well today. Super excited about our top podcast topic today. And our podcast, our live podcast on Tony and Friends, is going to be on Christian Christmas perspectives by Anna and Simeon in the Bible. And so the Bible gives us different perspectives of what's happening at Christmas time. And one of these perspectives that we'll be looking at today is the perspective of Simeon and what he thought about the birth of Christ. And then we'll also look at the perspective of Anna, what she thought was the birth of Christ. So welcome to Tony and Friends live podcast. It's exciting to have everybody here with us today. We're sure to have some exciting things that we're going to be telling you about, something that we can be an encouragement to you about. You see, one of the things about our live podcast is we want to be an encouragement to all that listen. So a couple of things about uh, what today's podcast is going to be about. Number one, I have a special guest that we'll be bringing on our live podcast today. some of you could leave a comment. Maybe you can guess who my special guest is going to be. I know that's crazy, but we have a special guest coming in today. And we also have Coach Pat Danu. He'll be coming in shortly also. And so we have my co-host, Coach Pat Danu. And we have a special guest that will be entering into our live podcast today. And I'm super excited excited about about introducing him him to you. you. And uh, if you'd like to... Leave a comment on our live podcast. What we'd like to ask you to do is you can just leave a comment right there. If you're watching on Facebook, leave a comment right there, and that'll pop right up. If you got a question that you would like to ask on our live podcast, leave that question right there on Facebook. It'll pop right up, and we'll answer it. If you're watching on YouTube hit the like button and leave a comment and leave a question, it'll pop right up. If you're watching on Lincoln, I'm not sure if Lincoln takes the comments or not. I believe it does. And Twitter, I don't think it does, but if you're watching on Twitter or Lincoln, go ahead and hit the like, let us know that you've been watching. That'd be a big encouragement to us. So today's live podcast is going to be on the topic of, Christian Perspectives of Anna and Simeon, what their Christian perspective was when we think about, um, you know, what they were doing during that time that Christ's birth was happening. Now, I may have a little bit of feedback, so we're going to try to get that straightened out. No problem. Just be patient with us on that. Um, For those of you that may be listening on the feedback. Okay. So. Well I'll do. How's that? Better? No feedback now, right? Okay. So um let's think about uh, what we're going to be looking at today and the Christian pers- Christmas perspectives of Anna and Simeon. So I'm gonna bring up my slides so we can get right into that and uh, see what we can get going here on our slides. All right, so, Simeon and Anna, these Christian perspectives. That's what we're going to be looking at. And so we got my friend, Sam Fry, he'll be with us today. That's our special guest. They'll be streaming in live with us today. Sam is with us here at the uh, Youth Action Center where we record our live podcast at, and I'd just like to give a real brief introduction of Sam Fry. Sam, if you could say a few words and say hello to everybody.
1: Hello, everybody. Yeah, it's good to be here. I like to come down and work with Tony uh, pretty much uh, regularly from time to time as I get an opportunity. And We go back over 30 years uh, in the ministry together and uh, just trying to work together and glorify God through our various ministries and evangelism and discipleship. So it's good to be here. Thank, thank you, Sam. Thank you so much, Sam, for that. And uh, it's
0: always wonderful to have Sam Fry come along with us at our exciting podcast. And uh, he helped us make our podcast even better. He's one of our uh, one of our special associates that help our podcast be better. He gives us deep insight when we are doing things on our podcast that are crazy. And so what we'd like to do is to invite Sam and give us his insight on Simeon and Anna. So Simeon and Anna, we're going to look at a passage there. So let's just get right into our slides, all right? So let's see. Anna and Simeon, Christian Perspectives. And these two individuals according to the bible were the very first people after christ was born besides the shepherds that came in contact with christ after his birth and so these two people had a unique situation in their life this unique situation in their life was that the lord gave them a gift of seeing christ right after his birth and so let's let's take a real quick look at the passage there and um, in luke chapter i believe two and uh, let's look at verse twenty one and when eight days were accomplished for the circumcising of the child his name was called jesus and we know it's about eight days later that Simeon's going to come in contact, and Hannah's going to come in contact with the new Christ birth. And when the days of her purification according to the law of Moses were accomplished, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. And it's written in the law of the Lord, every male that openeth the womb shall be called holy to the Lord. Well, praise the Lord. And verse 24, and to offer a sacrifice according to that which is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of turtle doves were too young. Pigeons, verse 25, we now have the introduction of the priest, Simeon. And behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. So now we're not in Bethlehem anymore. We're in Jerusalem. And this is where Christ was presented to have his um, purification, Mary's purification and Christ's circumcision. It was done in Jerusalem. It's very unique. A lot of people don't know they had to take a trek from Bethlehem to Jerusalem, which isn't a very far trek. Bethlehem is not only about, I believe, I may be wrong, about twenty miles from Jerusalem. So, in verse twenty-five, and behold, there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. So, we're going to look at the perspective of Simeon and what he thought about the birth of Christ which is the reason why we celebrate Christmas. In verse 25, Simeon and the same man was just and devout, waiting for the consecration of Israel and the Holy Ghost was upon him. So we have first characteristic of, of a perspective of Christmas is the word waiting, waiting. You see, Simeon was waiting to hear and see the birth of Christ. And Simeon was waiting patiently and waiting steadfastly. And the birth of Christ at Christmas time, interesting phrase, the consolation of Israel. Well, I'm not exactly sure all the ideas of consolation, but when I think of the word consolation, I'm thinking something like the beauty of the manifestation of the stars, and so that's what I think of the word constellation but this is the beauty of the manifestation of Israel. And Israel obviously is the name of the nation of Israel it's also the name of Jacob. And Jacob is the one of the patriarch fathers of this nation Israel. And Jacob's name was changed to Israel. And so the completion of the beauty of Jacob and the nation of Israel is the birth of Christ, and it's the constellation of Israel. That's what I get out of that. I know it's a little different deep angle, but I see that there. And the Holy Ghost was upon him. Okay, if you're listening today, the Bible actually says that the Holy Ghost, which All believers believe they receive the Holy Ghost once they ask Christ to come into their life as Savior. Okay, so if someone asks Christ to be their Savior, then the Bible tells us that it says in 1 Corinthians, I believe it's in chapter 11, that we're all baptized in one Spirit. That's the Spirit of the Holy Ghost. We all are indwelt with the Holy Spirit. But this is after Christ was born and after Christ died on the cross that Jesus said I send, send you a comforter because Christ was leaving so the Holy Ghost wasn't like oh, I was on every believer before Christ and even before really technically the cross but here we have a person who's in contact with God. this is before the cross and the Holy Ghost is on him. You see, one of the gifts that God gave Simeon was the Holy Ghost. Not every believer, a believer is someone who trusts by faith in God. According to the Old Testament, as Genesis tells us, it says that Abraham believed in God and Abraham became the friend of God. And we see that people can come to know God as their Lord and Savior in the Old Testament, by faith. And faith from the grace of God that comes to us through the law of God. And the Holy Spirit was not necessarily indwelt on the believer in the Old Testament. Not until after Christ died and rose again and he sent the Holy Spirit do believers get dwelt with the Holy Spirit. But here we have a man who has the Holy Spirit in him. And not only in him, but upon him. And that's a gift. That God gave Simeon. So one of the gifts at Christmas time was the Holy Ghost was given to Simeon. Verse 26, and it was revealed unto him by the Holy Ghost that he should not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. Wow, that's pretty deep. And so what do you think? You think there was like a verbal message communicated to him in a dream or that someone came up and told him that this was going to happen? Well, you know what? Simeon prayed. He wanted to see the Savior. That was his longing desire in life. And because he prayed, God heard his prayer, and God moved with the Holy Ghost in Simeon's mind and heart with the promise that he would see the Christ child before he died. What a great prayer request that Simeon had and the answer of prayer. That's wonderful news. And so in verse 26, it was revealed probably through a dream, but it doesn't specifically say that. Maybe it was revealed just by God's Spirit moving with the peace of God. You know, the peace of God is a great comforter, and the peace of God is a great um, condition to understand what God's doing in our lives. You know, the Bible actually says in Philippians chapter 4, it says, And let the peace of God which passeth all understanding dwell in you richly you see the the peace of god is it doesn't have quote a knowledge because the bible actually says it passes all understanding that's deep okay that's really deep and so we don't have to have a quote i see this written knowledge we just have to have god's peace ruling within our hearts and so we have the peace of god Telling us, and and obviously Simeon had God's peace within him. And so he would not see death before he had seen the Lord's Christ. In verse 27, and he came by the Spirit into the temple. And when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him after the custom of the law, this is the parents Joseph and Mary bringing Jesus seven days after the birth of Christ for the circumcision. In verse twenty-eight, then took he up in his arms and blessed God and said, "Lord, now let us thou thy servant depart in peace. There's that peace, according to thy word, for mine eyes have seen thy salvation." Simeon's perspective of Christmas, if we could use that word carefully, Christmas meaning the birth of Christ, not the contemporary idea of what we think of Christmas as Santa Claus coming was in verse 26, verse, verse 30, mine eyes have seen thy salvation. Salvation. Salvation for man. Salvation from the forgiveness of sins. The salvation from uh, we could be delivered from hell. with Salvation that we can have a, relationship renewed with the creator. The creation can be renewed with the creator in the relationship. This is good news. This is great news. This is the greatest news ever. Nothing could be greater than this news. And uh, the salvation of God to man is the greatest greatest news one could ever have. Verse 31, which thou hast prepared before the face of, Of all people. And scripture tells us a perspective of Christmas is in verse 32, Luke chapter 2, a light to lighten the Gentiles and the glory of thy people, Israel. Christmas is about a light. And what is that light? God's salvation to the Gentiles. Why wasn't it to the Jews? Jews already had salvation given to them through the law and by grace now it's going past that barrier of the Jews and to all the world so we have a second step here of salvation and not only to the gentiles but and the glory of thy people Israel Israel also receive salvation once again which is a glorious glorious thing Verse 33 and Joseph and his mother marveled at those things which were spoken of him. Sam, what do you think about that word marvel? I think that's an intense word. I don't, I'm not sure all the ideas on that. Yeah.
1: To wonder, to be amazed, to have awe. We don't wonder enough about God. I think this, uh, in this era, we we uh we, we marvel at things, things around, around us in this temporal world but we would do well to set our mind more on things eternal and Marvel at that. And I think we'd be better for it. Yeah. That's really a very nice idea. In fact, I wasn't even thinking of that. In fact,
0: I was bringing the idea of Marvel straight to the contemporary idea of how we live. And so I just want that, that was, and that was very good. Man. I like that. That was a good idea. Well, as we think about Simeon in verse 33, and Joseph and his mother marveled, I think Christmas time, the perspective of Simeon, perspective of Joseph and Mary, is that marvel, contemplating,
2: enjoying
0: the mystery of God is given to us. And this is such a great, great gift that God has given us that we can all. Marvel on. Well, if you are listening, I'd like you to leave a comment, okay? Leave a comment, let us know, and uh, let us know about ad and what you're doing. Leave a comment right there on Facebook. Leave a comment right there on uh, what you're singing. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Lincoln, and let us know of the enjoyment that you're receiving from the scriptures from Simeon and Anna's perspective. We haven't really got into Anna yet. So let's uh, start thinking about Anna because Anna is the second person of this first presentation of Christ. And what is this second person, Anna? So if we can look at the passage here of Luke chapter two and There's a great promise that God gave Simeon in Luke chapter 2, verse 34. And Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary, his mother, Behold, behold, in verse 36. No, I'm sorry, 34. Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again of many in Israel. Wow, one of the Christian perspectives of Christmas is that Christ's birth brought a statement that Simeon gave us, fall and rising again. I'm going to turn that over to our in-house theologian, Sam Fry. Fall and rising again of what he thinks, and then uh, what he thinks of the phrase fall and rising again in verse 34.
1: What do you think, Sam? Well, Israel went through uh falling uh they they would turn away from god in rebellion and uh in his love he would uh them back and uh, they would have hard times and realize their dependence on him and come back to him and here uh, jesus is going is born uh, for the fall and rising again of many in israel people that would not have had hope people that would not have had a chance uh, as their messiah is born Once again, they do have hope. And, uh, you know, this is a sign. There have been many prophecies before this, of course, that Jesus would be born, how and where, and so on. And uh, I think, you know, this is fulfillment of prophecy uh, reflected here as well. Okay.
0: Um, Thank you, Sam. Um, I I really enjoyed that uh, commentary that you brought there. And uh, so, Perspectives of Simeon and Anna. Well, as we think about that, as we think about the perspectives of Simeon and Anna, we've done a quick summary of just Simeon. But now I'd like to go ahead and introduce our co-host, Coach Patrick Genu, the uh, famous and world-renowned coach at Concord Christian academy and right outside wilmington delaware and coach pat can you it's great to have you here today what's going on coach
2: uh blessings, many blessings man i can't complain um,
0: well it's a good thing that you're not complaining because it wouldn't do you any good even if you did
2: yeah it's well we shouldn't but we do anyway so <laughs> uh having a great great holiday season Christmas season people said holiday I I said Christmas sure. so <clears throat> um, doing pretty good how about you guys it's, I see Sam Fry's on here Dr Fry
0: I know right. we got the exciting the the elusive the appears and disappears Mr. Sam Fry, evangelist with Word of Life, Open Air Evangelism, Making Messengers, director. And he's here with us this week doing evangelism at Open Air in Philadelphia and our youth safety Zone.
2: Great guy. Great guy. I heard a lot about you. Tony talks a good about you. Um, well, I'm not a doctor. I don't have a patient. <laughs> yeah, he's doing a doctor on, on this platform. So <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're the little guys, you
0: know. Uh, Hey, Pat, we've been going through our slides over Simeon and Anna and uh, their perspectives of Christmas. And uh, I'm sure you've been thinking about the different ideas about Simeon and Anna as we've prepared for our podcast this week. But in Luke chapter two, verses uh, 25 to 35, we have the story of Simeon. And then we have, uh, Luke chapter two verses 36 through 38, the story of Anna, which we really haven't accomplished much yet. So Pat, I want to ask you a couple things about Simeon. What perspectives did you get from the story of Christmas perspective of Simeon?
2: I, you know, when I read it, I usually don't go to the book of Luke a lot, but, um, when I read the story, the thing that pointed out to me was how he waited until he wanted to see Jesus until before he passed. Right. I know. If you, if you read the story, that's, that's pretty interesting. Right. Um, and finally, when he saw Jesus Christ, he said, Lord, you know, uh, your servant. Now you can take me home or something. like I thought I was interesting. Oh yeah. Um, uh, that's what caught my eye. Um, uh, and also he said for the Gentile, but I, for me, you know, wouldn't it be cool, guys, if we see Christ in our day and time before we we left this earth? Wouldn't that be cool?
0: She would. I well, you know, you're gonna see him someday when you die. So right, right. Whether but it's here I, on earth I, or here in heaven, if you have the Lord as your Savior, you're always gonna see him.
2: Right, but I'm saying now, if he, you know, if the, the you know, is, if, if he can now. I see him before I go to heaven, that would be awesome, you know, that'd know. be awesome. And also as well, I was thinking that people back in those times are very fortunate to see Jesus Christ, you know, yeah. just to see his miracles and see, you know, to be in his presence. I thought I was unique. And I thought Simeon, what, that, that story, it, man, it's, when, he, when I read that, I was like, wow, that's awesome for him. Sure.
0: Well, you know, we we looked at a couple um, descriptions of Simeon and what he was thinking. And his major prayer request was in verse, um, verse 30, I believe. For mine eyes have seen thy mm-hmm. salvation. Yep. You know, that Christmas is about the gift of God, which is salvation given to all men. And you see, without salvation, we would be most men miserable. Most men miserable. And uh, hey, um, I want to give a shout out to Mr. Thomas Long.
2: Yeah, that's and, that's uh, my guy. He, he uh, we worked together for a long time. So uh, great, great. Yeah. Tom, and Thomas, Tom it's long. great
0: to have you here with the podcast. And I just want to encourage you to hang in there. And if Thomas, if you have a question. We have our in-house theologian with us here today, Mr. Sam Fry. And, of course, we have co-host Pat Gennu that will answer any question that Sam Fry can't answer. And uh, so go ahead and leave a question there, Thomas. It's great to have you there. And I just want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And uh, Sam, did you have something you want to say?
1: Yeah, just a further thought on uh, what we were talking about before concerning the rising and fall of Israel. Thank you. As you read on uh, in that, you may have been getting to this but uh there's a real blood uh on israel and on each of us who reject you know christ uh the way that um they, the the fact that jesus being born as a sign uh, from the prophecies and such and he loves israel and he will always love israel god will keep his promises to israel uh, but uh, from the time that he went to that cross in our place for our sin he rose again. Uh, Now salvation, as you said, is opened up to Israel and to all the Gentiles as well. And so it really speaks uh, to them uh, that they, uh, those who do reject him, not everybody rejecting him, that some rejected him. And verse 35. Luke chapter two, verse 35. That the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. It showed who they were uh, individually, as people would accept Jesus as a Messiah or not, even as it does uh, for us uh, living today, and uh, it, it it's a two-switch thing. We have too, too we have too much. We have, we have too much. We have so much blessing at our disposal, but we have to reach out. God did not make us robots. We have to reach out and accept that from Him. Some won't. Some and that's Some won't. There's some that do, some that won't. But God leaves us with. Uh, the ability to make that choice. So when you
0: say the word fall here in verse 34, you're really saying some will reject.
1: Um, well, some certainly, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's where it says, um, uh, uh, oh, and for a sign at the end of verse 34, and for a sign which shall be spoken against. They were speaking against Jesus as Messiah, or right. they would. Right. As Simeon was forecasting. Sam, that is really good insight. I appreciate that so much.
0: And uh you know when you think about Luke chapter two, verse thirty-four. Simeon blessed them and said unto Mary's mother, Behold, this child is set for the fall and rising again mm-hmm. of many in Israel. That's here here's Simeon. He's just sitting there waiting for the earth of Christ so we can die and go to heaven. And then he receives this gift of seeing Christ being born. And then this great prophecy comes on him to be able to give a message to all the world. Give a message to all the world. is, it, is And here we are reading 2,000 years later, that the message that Simeon gave
2: us that day. Incredible. Incredible. Um, that that's christmas story man uh jesus christ is man this this is the time of the year though tony people can be really receptive to the lord jesus christ the word of god because it's christmas what it's about so um but mr fry made a good comment here i mean if you look on verse 34 it said behold the child is set to fall and rise again many in israel so um here we know that Jesus rose again from the de- uh, uh rose again when he died but the most important thing, when we're telling people about Christ you know the one thing people question me about Christ uh when I witness to somebody it would be like well you know uh why would a good guy send somebody to hell or these are the questions I'm giving you guys so I don't see what you guys think about this or um why would a good guy send somebody to hell you know, so we had to share. I said, well, the Bible said, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, you know, uh, because of that gift, Jesus Christ, uh, we're going to be living eternity. So uh, it's it's awesome, man. I Like I was telling you earlier, Tony, I don't read a lot in Luke, but when I was going through this passage, it really encouraged me that uh, you know, because Christ was born, because of his death and resurrection, uh, Gentiles like you or myself get to uh, see the kingdom of, of God, so
0: Pat, very good insight on that. And uh, you know, why do bad things happen to good people is always an intense question. And a lot of times at Christmas time, people really struggle with that. At
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
0: and mm-hmm. like here's a here's a statistic. You ready? Here's a statistic. You ready?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Suicide is at its highest number during the Christmas season in America. Really? And in Western industrialized countries. Wow. And I think Christmas brings out a a wrong perspective of many people thinking that Christmas is supposed to bring them joy through materialism. Yeah. And it always leaves them empty. And if they have their hopes and their uh dreams and their uh motivation and perspective on things that are made out of metal or plastic or wood or jewelry they'll always leave them hungry and they can't find true satisfaction if they don't know christ as their savior and then next thing you know amanda like life isn't worth living and they take their own lives
2: and that's happening at Christmas time. That's a
0: definite increase of suicide and also increase of depression at Christmas time. And yeah. uh here's Simeon and Anna, they had nothing. Check out Anna's description in verse 36. And there was one Anna, the prophetess, the daughter of Patana of the tribe of Asher. She was of great listen, in verse 36, she was a great age and had lived with her husband seven years from her virginity. And she was a widow of about four score and four years. What's four score and four years, Pat?
2: I'm not a math guy, but it's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> 40 years, right? Four score, that's
0: 80, and then four years, that's four, that's four. And she was 84 years old. Years. And the Bible says, she was 84 years old, and that was a um, that was a life of great
2: great age. Back in those days, back in those times, that's young. <laughs> I know.
0: You think that was young back
2: then? Well, I mean, that, those people probably. If you're living 80 years old and all these things going on, you that means you're in great condition, man.
0: Yeah, she lived a long life. But the Lord allowed her to live long because she had a desire in verse, uh, it says in verse uh, 38. And she coming in that instant, that instant that Simeon had the baby,
2: gave mm-hmm. thanks
0: likewise unto the Lord and spake of him to all them that looked for redemption. in mm. Jerusalem, she... See, this lady understood redemption was the reason why Christ was birthed. Redemption. And really, the, what does the word redemption mean? It means many different things. But, you know, redemption means that someone has come to pay the debt. You know, that idea of redemption is pretty intense, Pat. Yeah. You have a debt. That you can't pay, and Christ paid that debt that He didn't owe, and that's and, redemption.
2: And this is a big debt. We're not talking about money. We're not talking about uh, something. Old. I mean, this this debt is it's pretty heavy on us, right? That He cleaned away. It's all our sin,
0: and we can't yeah. pay for it.
2: Oh, you know what? Like I was talking to you guys a while ago My Sam Fry was on with the other gentleman. Uh, I forgot his name, but man. Can you imagine Christ taking somebody taking all their problems and putting them all my problems and putting them on themselves, or taking all your problems, Tony, and putting it them on themselves? You know, taking all know. your sin, Mister Fry, and putting it on himself. That's that's incredible, man. That's that's what Christmas is all about, Pat. I mean, if if people that are watching or people that you talk to, I, I I I can't fathom people you know denying those facts or just turn in the blonde eye and say you know I don't believe in Christ man it's it's an incredible story uh, oh yeah you know the Christianity that the love of Christ is pretty incredible isn't it um it's just an amazing story a story it's awesome sorry guys i'm I'm I, I had to throw that in there because it's it's oh yes yeah, think no, about I, it, it's everything you say is great i mean if you think about it man even have you guys seen uh mr fry have you seen the movie passion of christ yeah i couldn't look i i watched the movie halfway through it tony i was weeping like a kid because i i was like man he had to go through that much Oh, I know it's 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 an an intense story story, and one that causes great anguish when people watch it. Right. So, go ahead, Tony. Well, Sam, I want
0: you to give us your um, Christmas perspective on Anna's idea in verse thirty-eight, and and spake of him to all that looked for redemption in Jerusalem. Well, Jerusalem is Israel, and you know, Sam, give us your perspective on "looked for redemption." Those
1: three words. Well, redemption, of course, means to be bought back. And we are born in the realm of Satan. Uh, we don't sin because we're sinners. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, we, we we do sin because we're sinners. We don't. We're not sinners because we sin. We sin because it's our sinners. Uh, uh, it's our nature to do instead of what God wants. And so uh, because of that, we need the Redeemer. We need somebody to buy us back from Satan's realm and uh, under God's domain. And that's exactly what Jesus did. He purchased with his blood on the cross uh, what we uh, need uh, to be bought back. Uh, He bought the rights to us, so to speak, that uh, God owns us once we turn in faith, alone, the Christ alone as our savior, uh, then, uh, we can, uh, be his. And so she's talking, it s- says here, uh, to all those who, they said the scriptures. scriptures, they knew what, the, what God said, and they were looking for that redeemer, that one who would buy them back, uh, from what Satan wanted them to do. And, and eternity of, uh, destruction to, uh, the family of God. And uh, his presence forever. That's why I think, as we you started out saying uh, about uh, Jesus being the consolation of Israel, consolation. Of course, it's from the word console, having to do with comfort. And in this messed up world in which we live, we desperately need a comforter, and we need uh, to have comfort, security, and confidence. And that consolation comes only through Jesus and what he's done for us.
0: Wow! Thanks, Dan. I really like that idea of constellation Sam giving us good insight on that word and uh, what that means. And I appreciate that so much. And uh, Pat, um, as we continue with Anna's looking for redemption, check this out. Anna mm-hmm. knew the scriptures and she knew that the Messiah was going to come and he was going to have to pay for the sins of Israel and of course for the whole world. And the Old Testament in Isaiah 53 gave us a prophecy of how the Christ will die. Being brutally murdered and tortured, body torn apart. For This is the propitiation of our sins. Anna knew that. She knew that Christ was going to have to pay. And here she is rejoicing, but we got... A great, great problem coming. And, and they don't know the age. They didn't know how long. They knew that this Christ was going to have to be tortured and put to death.
2: It, isn't that incredible, though, to know that um, wouldn't that be incredible if we had to no, know if you if if you put yourself in sh- Hannah's uh, hand shoes and knew those things were going to happen. Right. Um, how will we react? You know. She was excited, you know, that her sins were going to be forgiven because of Christ. Right? So, it is, I I can sit here and say, man, I'm so thankful that he came, you know. Um, And so, people that watch watching, you know, for Christmas experience, this is what it's about. His birth. You know, this is what it's about um, to just reflect on the fact that he, he took away our sins and, uh, and it's incredible.
0: Pat, here's a phrase. One of of my slides, it says how the watchful find Jesus. Not everybody's going to find Jesus.
2: Mm.
0: Not, it actually says here in verse 34 and, and, uh, Reverend Sam Fry has shared with us the fall and rising again of many. There are some that are not going to see the Christ in Christmas. Yeah. You know, and today we live in a culture where, you know, we were just talking at breakfast time. Christmas is a traditional celebration in America. It's also around the world, but mainly Western industrialized countries, you know, Germany, Austria, Norway, United Kingdom, France, Portugal, Spain, uh, this Western uh, section of Europe, and some in Russia, Western section of Europe, and Western section of uh, Asia. Um, But there's a lot of people, December 25th, man, it doesn't even show up on their calendar about anything about Christmas. And there are some that are not going to see Christ at Christmas. But the watchful, the watchful will find Christ.
2: Yeah, um, so you guys were telling earlier, I know you got your Christmas present and stuff to get to your to your folks. Oh yeah. Um, Hopefully, Tony, you get uh Mr. Fry a nice Christmas present, okay? Because we know But uh, uh You know I haven't
0: even thought about that.
2: <laughs> We're gonna cross my mind. At, at, at the end of the uh 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 podcast, I wanna know too. I came with an interesting thought today. I wanna know you guys uh favorite Christmas, the three favorite uh Christmas songs that you like. Um Sam so. Fry,
0: He's gonna have to share <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> so be oh, thinking night. about that. Anyways, um uh, going to uh Hannah. Uh, in verse 34, like you said, many will fall and, and rise, Tony. Um, isn't that incredible that when the Bible said, For God so loved the world, even though He loved the world, um, the reason He sent His Son because He loved the world so much, right? He loved us, right? Why would sure. sin of Christ died for us? That you know, so when people ask me, well, Why would a good guy send somebody to hell? or um, you know, the, the, the question is, Tony. As people fall, we can't still give up and still not give the gospel message to people. Because like you said, some will come and some will will reject Christ. But we still got to be proactive and still share the word of God. Because I think that's our number one purpose. Uh, My purpose on this earth is uh, to impact life for Christ. So, um, it's, you know, I, I don't know how many people, it would be sad, man, just to see people you're close to that you share the gospel with that hasn't received Christ when that day comes, you know, they are not with you in, in, in paradise, you know, it's, that would be one of the devastating things. Can you imagine, um, say, Hey, Tony, I'm over here. And and you're, you you understand, or your closest friends. That's, that's what I think about.
0: Pat, when we think about what you're saying, Anna gives us, gives us a testimony, Verse 37, check this out. And she was a widow of about four score and four years, which departed not from the temple. She never left the temple.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, but served God with fasting and prayers. You know, here, some people say, I want to serve God. How do I serve God? Where can I serve God? What can I do to serve God? Fasting, the Bible says is a type of service for God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prayers is an absolute service for God. And if someone just fasted and prayed and was faithful in the service of the church, that would be a great testimony of a person who'd love the Lord. Uh, But when I think about Christmas, in Simeon and Anna's perspective, how the watchful find Jesus, what are the watchful doing? Fasting, praying, going to their services at their church, a Bible-believing church, and they're lifting up the name of Jesus in their heart. They can't wait to see Jesus someday. Hey, if you're listening and you heard that, you should put, hit that like button. You should be saying, yes, I agree with you. I like that. And, uh, and maybe you might have a comment. Leave a comment before we uh, uh, come to our final uh, lap of our live podcast. And uh, also, we have a website called youthfluential.com. And on that website, me and Pat, our names are there. You can read all about us. And then there you can also subscribe to our email newsletter. And you can also... Look up our win-win-win. Our win-win-win is companies that invest in our podcast and they give financially to help our podcast go forth. It's a win for them because we promote their companies. Go to youthfluential.com, check it all out. It's a win for us because they encourage us with our work. And then it's a win because the gospel goes forth to reach souls to be saved. So we call it three wins, win-win-win. Well, Pat, we're coming into our final lap here, brother. And uh, I'd like to uh, go ahead and turn it over to Sam. And maybe he'd like to expound on the testimony of Anna of her fasting and prayers and waiting on the Lord.
1: I just wanted to bring out, uh, and I'm agreeing with what you said, but right, uh, after that, it, it goes on even further with her testimony, with her example. Not only was she fasting and praying, but as with anyone who go, gets close to God and they have a thankful heart for what he's done for them, she couldn't just contain that. She needed to share that. With she couldn't others. contain that. She had to share it with others. And then verse 39, um, the, the, uh, I'm sorry, where was that? Mm. Uh, 38. 38, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, and she shared that with all who looked for the redemption. Who was looking for the redemption? Well, some were specifically looking into the scriptures and uh cognizant of that but in general anybody there in that community and in the world where she lived just like it's true now we're all waiting for redemption all the creation groans waiting uh for the savior to come he has come uh but we need to accept him and, of course individually into our lives but uh, that's what's going to happen if we're truly doing what god wants us to do he's going to propel us and motivate us to want to share that with other people who are still in waiting uh, for their salvation, and we can share that Savior with people around us. Thank you, Sam. Giving the gospel out is the message mm-hmm. that our evangelist,
0: Sam Fry, in house theologian for the day, has given us today. And then I want to point out the one word in verse 38. You ready? Christmas is about, in verse 38, that and she coming in the instant gave thanks. Christmas is about. Giving thanks. You know, there's not a lot you can give at Christmas time. And we buy gifts for our children, and we have a lot of fun about that. Last week we went over our top Christmas gifts. And I said I got a ton to truck when I was a kid. I love that. But really the greatest gift is giving thanks. Thanks to the Lord Jesus. Mm-hmm. Thanks to our loved ones. Thanks to our families. Thanks to our friends. And a, th- a heartfelt thanks from our heart is the greatest gift that we can give to others, besides giving the gospel message that Past uh, Reverend Sam Fry shared us to get. So, some final words that you'd like to share, Pat?
2: Yes, uh, I just want to thank God for uh, uh, giving us some the dot on the cross for our sins and finally this christmas we're going to be thankful for our family thankful for what christ has done for us spiritually you know taking away our sins um i'm just thankful for that we have the voice uh to share his word to other people to try to impact many lives as as we can and uh thank god for that
0: amen i appreciate that so much and uh, it's been a great podcast on Simeon and Anna, through the eyes of Christmas, Simeon and Anna. And uh, really, that's what we're all about here today. And we um, are trying to be an encouragement to others in our podcast, as this will be streaming on for weeks and weeks, as people will check in on our YouTube channel and on our Facebook and figuring out what we're talking about. Well, I'm going to change gears. So if you're, we don't have anybody live on our, on our face, on our podcast right now, but we're going to change gears, Pat. And we're going to look at our top three Christmas songs. And, uh, at, at Christmas time, as you said, and Pat, you're going to have to start us off on
2: that. I try to, uh, in class yesterday, I try to, uh, I was try to sing Christmas songs. uh, on my phone, I put music on, try to sing Christmas Carol, and the kids were just laughing. You're a terrible <laughs> singer, coach. I was like, You're right, I am. <laughs> uh, but Noel, you love that song, you love yeah. Noel, yes.
0: That's too many words for me to memorize. I can't remember the words <laughs> that's one, time.
2: and uh, uh, there, there are uh, many. Hold on, I, I wrote it down here. Um. I'm checking my notes. Let's see here. You can go ahead, Tony. My favorite
0: Christmas song is joy to the world. And I believe that was written by the musician. I may be wrong. I think Isaac Watts. Somebody correct me if you're listening. And Isaac Watts was a great musician, a great writer of, of songs. And his father encouraged him as a young person to write music. Yeah. And so he went to his room and he wrote a song that had nothing to do with Christmas time. He was 16 years old, I believe, and he wrote that song which was a very aggressive music at the time in the 1600s when he wrote it in the late 1600s. And it was a very unorthodox sound, how aggressive he was in his music. And it was like the this young person wrote this song in a great way to show the... I'm sick and tired of all this monkish style music that our churches are singing. I'm going to write a song that's really upbeat. And where do we see that today, Pat? (laughs) You see that in rock and roll music starting in the 50s and 60s. Oh, we're tired of the old way. Isaac Watts was a rebellion of the old way. And so he went to his room and he wrote a song. And of course if you listen to the original music of that song it's phenomenal uh, I mean the, not just the words but the music behind it. and uh, he came back out and they played it at church and he's blowing everybody out of the seats. people are like, what in the world is going on <laughs> and uh, and he wrote and it was it was in like in the spring or early summer he wrote it and it was a song about joy to the world. it was never yeah. even written for Christmas time yeah and now today it's one of the all-time classic christmas songs and actually it's my favorite christmas song isaac watts joy to the world pat how about that huh
2: joy to the World" was one of my it was on one of mine and then the other one all i want for christmas is you
0: yeah. <laughs> by mariah carey yes that's a no, good one.
2: you hit the
0: Nail on the head, brother. That's the best song on the radio right F- now. But C- everybody man, hates morning,
2: it. I was rocking <laughs> it this morning, man. I I wrote it down. I said Tony would like this one. So Noel, uh, that, and George through the uh, uh, of the word. That Those those three are my favorites. But uh, this morning I was like, I hey, I got a class in a little bit, Tony. That's what I'm gonna put on. All I want for Christmas is you. <laughs> I turn I cranked it up in class, man. So you're gonna have
0: to put on a little red pixie outfit and dance around the room. No, no, nah, I can't it. do that. <laughs> well, you know, um, you know, one of the fun Christmas songs is and Sam, maybe you correct me, but the song by um some stupid rock band, I don't even know what it is, but there was a Christmas song about the shooting down the Red Baron. Do you know that song? Hang on. It's not Hang on Snoop. No, it's, not. it's about shooting down the Red Baron. And it's a, let uh, me look it up. It's a fantastic song. But the greatest Christmas song for me that emotionally moves me is The Little Drummer Boy. I don't know why, but for some reason, I emotionally connect to the Little Drummer Boy as a song of great worship to the Lord. And um, I love the Little Drummer Boy. There you go. (laughs) Okay. All right.
2: There you go.
0: Yeah, look up the little drummer boy while you're at it. We're gonna let Sam give us his three or one favorite Christmas song.
2: The Royal Guards. Oh, this is my favorite part. Versus Red
1: Baron. I don't know. Yeah, I would have to say "All Holy Night." Uh, I, love the, I think the music's very powerful, and the the lyrics are amazing. It really goes deep and. In a real rich way into what Christ has done for us and why Jesus came and what that was all about. And then, if there's another one, you can't hardly pick and choose. It's all so good, but those Messiah, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, hour and a half, hour and three quarters is straight, uh, just straight stuff right from Scripture. Every word of that is from the Word of God and talks about, you know, Jesus coming. His death, his resurrection, his coming again. Gives the whole story, lays it out, you know, word for word, and incredible music that uh, has never been matched uh, since. What was so, song? Oh was Messiah. Oh, yeah. Uh, dude, that is
0: such a great song. I don't think any of the third, A, a very distant cat.
1: third, but the uh, third that I enjoy just because I enjoy it is uh, Feliz Navidad.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, that's a that's a classic.
0: At least that's not the time, God. Jordan. It's yeah. party time at Christmas. Yeah, that's a classic. That's well, Pat, it's been a real joy having you here with us today. And uh, really enjoyed you giving us your insight on uh, everything that's going on with uh, our podcast and all the different insights. And I like that. Top three Christmas songs. I appreciate that so much. Please make sure you bring you us a good top three or whatever you want for next week. And I'd like, I'd like to say our, our uh, we'll continue with the perspectives of Christmas next week. But I'd like to look at it from Joseph and Mary's perspective. And uh, so we'll do a little research. I'll send you my essay. Anything you can add into that. Joseph and Mary's perspective.
1: You know, you know they weren't, weren't
0: saying, oh, we're perspective of Christmas. Christmas. But, you know, the birth of Christ. Joseph, Joseph and Mary's birth of Christ, and, and for, for those that have been watching or will watch this future podcast, last week in our last podcast had, we had like
2: I don't know two hundred
0: people log in on our Facebook to watch it. So people will be watching over and over again, and um, so, so I just, just wanted to turn it over to you for any last words.
2: Left. Um. Uh, enjoy yourself this Christmas. We'll also remember what Christmas is all about. Uh, share the word of God with people. Uh, show people the love of Christ that He had displayed to you. And um, and I'm so thankful for that. Same and Hannah realized who Christ's brother was. Uh, how they knowledge and how the great Savior He was. And and I just want to tell everybody out there to continue to Uh, impact people for Christ.
0: All right. Thank you, Pat. And uh, Sam, any final last words you want to say before we disconnect?
1: Well, I think we can bring some of Thanksgiving into the Christmas season and be thankful that uh, we are redeemed. We're bought back from the Mm. uh, slave market of uh, our sin. And uh, Jesus, by his shed blood, uh, bought us back and we are Children of uh, the King of kings and Lord of lords. And uh, the Bible says, let the Redeemer of the Lord say so. Amen. Believe that Amen. Other people. Well,
0: Sam, thank you for that. And uh, this, this day, Tuesday, if you're watching, we got a youth safety zone tonight. And please pray for our youth safety zone that will have many young people come out. But most of all, pray that the Lord will be glorified and the gospel will go forth. Appreciate your prayers on that so much. And that's happening today, Tuesday, December 7th. We'll have a youth safety zone right outside Southwest Philadelphia in the upper Derby area. And please remember all of us in prayer. We'll be remembering you guys in prayer and uh thinking about those that log in and leave comments, comments long. And we have another one that uh is leaving a comment,
2: That Oh, uh, well, that's yeah, that's Juicy Boss Frisbee. <laughs> That's one of my. Is one of my uh, former players. He played with your son, Dave Rizzo. Who's Jew? Who's Jew? Six Falls, He's uh, one of my former players. Oh, okay. He played, with, he played with Dave Rizzo, your son. Back oh, okay. Back. All yes, right. You know who he is? Yeah. So all, right, well, all my
0: children are doing good, Pat, and yeah. uh, the little preemie baby, Skylar Elizabeth Heisler, is coming along and doing well. And uh, thank you for those that are remembering her in prayer. Thank you, Pat, for praying for um, Bethany and Skylar Elizabeth. And Pat, I hope you have a great week. Good luck in your basketball games and your basketball coaching that you're doing this week. And I hope you have a great week. And maybe you'll be able to get the gospel out to somebody as we think about Christmas time this year. And uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and, Go ahead and say, see you later. Su Boss Frisbee, it's good to have you here today. Give you a shout out there.
2: Uh, th- Thank you, guys. Thank you, Mr. Fry, for coming on, man. We appreciate you. Keep doing the Lord's work, brother. We appreciate you. All right. Have a great, have a great day.
0: Yes. Merry Christmas. God bless you. And we'll talk to you hold, soon.
2: Hold on, Tony. Don't lock off you. I got to leave the people with something.
0: Go ahead, Pat. Lay it on us.
2: Hold on.
0: You got it. (laughs) Hey, man, I got to turn my speakers down on that. All right. Pat, you're so funny. You're so funny.
2: Have a blessed day, guys.
0: (laughs) All right. God bless you, brother. Take care. Talk to you soon. All
2: right.